Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. It's a uh, Tuesday. We continue with bonus Adam Robert Carter. Not only for these serious topics coming up the next uh, 25 minutes or so, but then ask Adam anything. By the way, this is a man who was on my phone Dave Harrigan now as Stumpy Scumbag. <laughs> when I want to call him, it's Stumpy Scumbag, and <clears throat> you're dressed as Jesus Christ. That's correct. You want to remind folks why you were dressed as Jesus Christ in this picture I have? Yeah, right, here? bordering on blasphemous. Yes, I. Uh, it was a <laughs> Christmas bar crawl where it was Christmas themed where most people dressed up as in so you know either Santa Claus or and I'm a reason I'm a reason for the season guy and I said well it's his birthday so I dressed up as Jesus yeah. Well we certainly know Dave he wouldn't dress up as Rudolph since he was all for Rudolph getting bullied Yeah Yeah bottom feeder I th- yeah, think I we're against Rudolph being bullied you're the one who appreciates the uh the holiday special that's all about bullying Showing yeah, Santa to be a jerk. It. Yeah, totally. No. We're pro-Rudolph. We don't Rudolph want him to be treated like dirt. Staring down the bullies and prevailing. You two would have been happier if Rudolph would have failed. And then they could have mocked him even more. I'd be happier we'll if more. Santa would stick up for poor Rudolph and say, Hey, eight little reindeer, shut your mouths. Let's treat him like a, you know, like a friend. In the end, who prevailed? Rudolph saved the day. Yeah, he got used. Maybe more of that with Ask Adam Anything. Got totally used. I want to. <laughs> well, we've all been used many times before, <laughs> so true. maybe it resonates with me that way. You started your show with this, and I was listening. I, wa- I wanted to pick up with it because I think I want to push back, but then I think as you continue to discuss it, you were pushing back at yourself. At myself, yes. Yes. Um, when is the right time to talk? Because we're going to start talking again about the horrifying events where three individuals are gone. They were murdered. And one another individual was shot. And he should not be forgotten. And you raised the idea early. And this is a conversation the two of us have had many times before because we've had horrifying stories like this way too much when is the time to discuss issues which people rationally 
reasonably and passionately think would either stop events like this hap- happening or believe it's nonsense that these issues would resolve it. And I've changed over the years. I've changed dramatically over the years because for a while I felt like, let's wait. Let's wait four or five days before we talk about mental health, before we talk about domestic abuse, before we talk about guns getting uh, to the wrong individuals. And then you know what happens? Life happens. Now, we are from the outside looking at this because these three individuals, their lives are not happening. The joy they will not have, the frustrations they will not have seeing friends and family and kids and all these opportunities when you're talking about two individuals, 27 and 140. I mean, that's so much of their life that will not be led. My point is, I'm sure Vanita talked about it today. You talked about it. I'm going to talk about it. Jason's going to talk about it. But are we going to talk about it Wednesday? Yeah. Are we going to talk about it right. Thursday? Those families live it every second of the rest of their life. So if we don't bring up these topics now, who gets to decide when? Yeah. And my point, then I want you to jump in. Too much of it is individuals will decide this is the right time we should talk about this when they agree with the point someone is making. But when they don't agree with them, they'll say, you shouldn't talk about this. But if the person was saying something they like, what they're like, yeah, exactly. We should talk about it right now. Both fair points, and which is why I kind of led. And I think what you just articulated is kind of what I'm going through, too, is just a, a like a, a, I lament that we can't, you know, that everything suddenly is, it just becomes so divided and my point too is like you know if we can the problem is is if we could have a constructive conversation about those those goals about how to how to improve our lives make things better how to make sure it doesn't happen again but we can't do that because we automatically go to the it's all or nothing and that's it this is an example of it and that's i think <clears throat> And you're right too. It's absolutely hypocritical because if there's some, there's a different topic that I, you know, that I feel strongly about. You're damn right. I want to talk about it right away. So, and I, I think it's just more of a, just a disdain, a disdain for where we've, where we, where we've arrived at, and and the fact we, we we don't do a damn thing to change it. We just like to bitch about it, and we'd like to point fingers. And sadly, the memories of people who tragically died often get lost in that noise. We can have such better conversations than we have if individuals, in my view, don't go to the edges of the conversation Mm -hmm. and then blame everyone else. Let's just use the zero to 100 here. Somebody goes to the 100. And anybody who's from 95 to zero, they're the enemy. They're the devil. You don't understand. Uh, I push back strong. I'm assuming it says if you're more centrist on an issue or you're more op- 
perceived as open-minded or willing to listen to the other side that you don't have convictions. Give me a break on that. Just yeah. that that's insulting. But the problem is, oh, there we go. Uh, the problem is when it's the immediate finger pointing of you aren't up to this conversation and I am. And that doesn't mean you have to agree with everyone who's a part of the conversation, Adam. It's just, it's, it's why when this happens and this involves three people who served all of us every day. And thank God we have those individuals and it resonates just a little bit different. But when in the next day or two, someone is killed and we talk about it and then nothing will happen. Now, Tom Hauser's on, on a lot of topics at two or five, you know, one thing I want to talk to him about red flag laws. Yeah. Right. So that's when a big debate all across the country, we now have it here. Um, we have an individual who obviously going back to 2007 faced what he faced, but then two other domestic matters came up in 17 and 20. The debate on red flag laws and, and when they should pop up. So that'll be a part of the conversation with Tom. But I want to hear from people right now through a phone call or a text, 651-461-9226. I believe we should have the conversation when all of us are talking about it. And hopefully in a, a reason, intelligent, and open-minded way where you're allowed, by the way, to push back. But the other person doesn't become evil automatically because you disagree with them. And if we keep deciding this is the right time to talk about it, and maybe it's maybe it's one week later, you know what history tells us? We don't talk about it. We just move on to something else. And I'd love to hear from people what they want to say about this, including Dave. 651 461 9226. Back with Hartman, Carter, and Harrigan on News Talk 830 WCCO. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Among the uh, texts coming in, Chad Hartman, Adam Carter, Dave Harrigan, Newstalk 830, WC. So, well, I, sh- I shouldn't uh, let the music slip by. Adam would you like to guess, unless Dave has told you, would you like to guess at the music theme for the day? I don't know. Let me see. Great tune. Criminal from Fiona Apple. Criminal from Fiona Apple. Uh, songs related to crime? No. Much happier theme. Oh. It's well, National Muffin Day. National Muffin Day? Yeah, so we have songs and artists related oh, to different flavors of muffins. I do have a question for Adam related to the other National Day. So let's get back to muffins <laughs> and the other one and uh, to ask Adam anything. We're talking about when is the right time to talk about what should be done to try to slow this down, whether it's the tax on police, whether it's the shootings, what we can do among the tax. Nice try. Democrats have wanted to talk about guns and Republicans block it every single time. What do you want to say to that text, Adam? Um, I don't know. That's not the case. This is part of the problem where we have one. Now, you could argue is one side more willing to compromise than the other, maybe. But well, it's become one side. It's it's a gun problem. The other side, it's a mental health problem. When the answer is both, and we should have a, an ability to actually, you know, again, have a, a meaningful conversation and be able to agree on some things with the full understanding one company or the other is not going to get or not one side or the other is not going to give everything they want. I think it's, it's, it's fairly stated. I, I wish we did not have as many Republicans on the edges who acted like we can never touch right. any amendment when we've touched amendments for decades and no one could have predicted in the 1700s what we're dealing with muskets and the oppression of government to what we're dealing with now with armaments and, and uh, different rifles and the, and the power they have, but to suggest that the guns are the only part of the conversation just isn't true. Right. It's a huge part of the conversation. We both collectively and individually have talked about it. But there's other facets or there's other areas where the dialogue should absolutely happen. And, you know, you mentioned mental health. I say this probably too much because it is a default. And, by the way, it's a legitimate issue. It's a legitimate issue. For everyday individuals, everyone on the show has talked about mental health struggles. Uh, Many people listening have faced it to various levels. But I keep going back to this, Adam. When we see where our country ranks 
and mass shootings and mass killings. And when the only thing some individuals will say, well, it's a mental health issue. What's happening with the mental health in these other countries where their shooting numbers aren't even close to where, where we're at. So it's, it's mental health doesn't stop at uh, Hawaii and Maine. Stop with that nonsense. At the same time, this horrible case in Burnsville, by all reporting done, is one that points to an argument of many who support uh, the Second Amendment and support gun rights. Is that that's great? You want to make laws to restrict my ability to, you know, whether own, use, or possess firearms when a lot of these guns are in the possession of people that shouldn't have them anyway. And in the, any, any law on the books would have done nothing or did, did, at least in this specific case, would not have done, would not have prevented what happened here. Well, that's the whole point, right? And if anybody had the perception, uh, have all three of us said we believe stronger Gun legislation should be tried. Every one of us mm-hmm. has said has said that. My point lately, Adam, in the last week or so, going back to Kansas City, is can't we try something yeah, for a year? Right. Can't can't we have Missouri try this, Minnesota try this, Hawaii try this, Alabama try this, and we see? I thought that's the whole point of states as opposed to one federal policy. Right. And we're not going to violate you know standing laws of the state. But this is where if we still have more of the center right and center left to come together and let's say I'm on the center right and you're on the center left, I can say to you, you know, philosophically, I really don't think this is going to work. I've believed this for a long time, but let's tangibly see what what happens. And this also can't be the point. Like I, I, I even heard Jason and Dan making this point yesterday. I was shaking my head a little bit. Well, when people are talking about greater sentencing what do they think we're just going to put them away for 40 years that's a straw man argument i'm, I'm going to bring that up with jason because when we had on what i had todd axtell on last week you had him on yesterday we had uh, the, the dakota county sheriff on yesterday we've had brian o'hare on both our shows bob fletch in the show when they talk about the recidivism so am i saying the first time uh Let's say the third time some 17-year-old comes in and it's the same one, that the kid should go away for, for 40 years? No, that's nonsense. But how about multiple years? Yeah. How about we do something for that? So it's, it's kind of two points, but I'd like to see a few of these things actually happen as opposed to the rhetoric about it. More text here. Please talk, keep talking about it. Keep pushing the dialogue. The national media gives away, and they fold after – the first day. I kind of get why the national media does that. There's there's so much going on, Adam. That's why it's up to us to continue the dialogue yep. uh, as much as we can. And I, I think we try to do that as much as you're right, as much as we can. And it, but you're right. It, it gets difficult and it's sad as it is. is every given week or if not day brings a whole new other set of topics that need to be addressed, too. Racial prejudice aside, with everything going on with George Floyd, Kim Potter, and now the police officer who was dragged by the car, do you think police officers are more reluctant to act and put themselves more at risk because of the potential political fallout? I say yes. One hundred percent yes. Yep. Don't think there's a doubt. Nope. 
right? And this is from friends of mine who still are police officers and in particular two or three conversations I've had over the last year with individuals who are the ones a very good friend of mine and the others I know casually, and, and they talk about it. And it is that split-second decision, Ed. It is incredibly difficult. That, you know, I make a split-second decision, I just screw up a word or yep. I ask the wrong question or I'm not paying attention. Uh, what happens with doctors and uh, police officers and paramedics, the ramifications are extraordinary. And that doesn't mean, and even Blair Anderson said it to me yesterday, immense respect for Blair, a former St. Cloud police chief. Blair used the phrase, the vast majority of police officers. And talking about police officers yep. who are good. So this vilifying nonsense that this radio station has vilified all officers, that is repugnant, yep. insulting, and not accurate. But I heard you make the point yesterday. All of our jobs are some people who are great at it, some people are good, and some people are lousy. Right. And so I'm not talking about just automatically punishing, but it just talks about how hard the job is, Adam, where you have this instant to make a decision. Some are reluctant, and some feel like, Adam, if they're too reluctant, they might end up dead, yeah. or they might end up all of a sudden they're facing charges. It's so hard. And – it, we see it in result with the numbers of police, uh, just people who just don't want to do the job anymore or don't want to get into the line of work anymore. And what my fear is, as I've voiced many, many times, is that because there's so many jobs that need to be filled, that some of those jobs, sadly, are going to be filled by more competent people, and the cycle yep. repeats itself. That's it. Yep. Let's get to Matt here. Matt, thanks for listening. You're on uh, CCO at 30 past 12. Hey guys, um, so I, I'm I'm down here in uh, Rose Mountain, one of Adam's fellow Rose Mountainians, if that's even a word. Um, <laughs> I look I look at what's going on, and I'll, I'll preface this by saying I am a firearm owner. I own a handgun for protection in my home. That's all I own, and I would love to give up that firearm. But I look around at the things that are happening, and it, it, things I seem like they're getting worse. And I'm a pretty centered guy um, in terms of my politics, but I can't help but look around at some of the things that the DSL has done recently and what they're trying to pass now. And I feel like they're making our state less safe. And I hate to point the fingers at one side. I'm not concerned about legal, law-abiding firearm owners. I'm concerned about criminals. I'm concerned about criminals who don't fear any repercussions of the, for their actions. You've got, last week it came out that the DSL is expected to consider reducing the mandatory five-year sentence penalty for gun, for felony gun possession. What kind, of, what kind of message does that send to criminals? Like, hey, before it was a five-year mandatory sentence, they're going to they're gonna drop that. You can look at carjackings and shootings and the people who are getting arrested so many of these people are people who have recently been let out of jail because we don't have tough um we don't we don't have tough standards on crime in this so i'm not concerned about the gun problem i'm concerned about understand are we tough enough on criminals and crime and do our laws deter people from committing crimes 
I'm not sure it's it is. Fair point. Adam, what do, thank you, Matt. Excellent call. What do you want to say about well, that? Well, quickly, he had talked about that uh, gun law that was being proposed. We talked to uh, Tori Van Hoot today from Axis about that. She said that bill already had faced a significant uphill battle, and now with sadly what happened this weekend, it probably has no chance, and you're right. That, the mess, if nothing else, the messaging and the optics, to me, sometimes is head-scratching, and I agree with Matt 100% on that, where it's just like, and I, I agree. There absolutely has to be a lot of reform inside the prisons and uh, how we determine sentences, but, boy, uh, you know, sometimes you see some of these decisions and some of these rulings, and it, le- it leaves you scratching your head, especially where we are right now. Yeah, I agree with Matt a lot. I really do. I think uh, the Democrats, and that doesn't mean, by the way, for the recidivists, um, we shouldn't find a way for pass for them to have an opportunity to do right. other things. But you need to pay for your crimes. Amen. You do. Yep. And there is a perception, there are optics, and there is the reality. And I think Democrats, too many, not all, have been too soft on crime in this state. That doesn't mean they deserve all the blame, but some of it, absolutely. And I think they've moved too far left, in my view. Lighter, dramatically lighter topic, our normal fun with this guy. Ask Adam anything. What do you got? Lighter topics. Let's go. Calls and texts, 651-461-9226. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 